church say amen. amen from the book of Isaiah Isaiah chapter 49 Isaiah chapter 49 beginning with verse 13 These are the words that you will find there. Sing, O heavens, and be joyful, O earth, and break forth into singing, O mountains. For the Lord hath comforted his people and will have mercy upon his afflicted. But Zion said, the Lord, hath, the Lord has forsaken me, and my Lord hath forgotten me. Can a woman forget her sucking child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee. Can a woman forget her child? Can the mother forget her child? But I won't talk from that subject this morning. Can, can a mother forget her child? The prophet Isaiah this morning gives us the opportunity to stay right with our study and our journey of the children of Israel. We don't have to get off track. We can stay right on track as we travel toward rebuilding the walls. Thank God to Isaiah, we don't even have to get off the series. We can stay right on it. Well, this, my brothers and sisters, is a question from God to the people who by now feel like they have been forgotten and abandoned. You remember, we, we've been studying this. You remember this. Remember, we talked about how they have disobeyed God, how God promised them that they were going to be carried away into captivity, how they were actually carried away into slavery, into captivity, how they had been there now for a long time, and now they are beginning to feel like God has forgotten them beginning to feel like God has abandoned them. Those who have been following the series already, you know how the people of God, because of their rebellion against God, they're in captivity. And the promise was 
that they were going to be in slavery for 70 years. We have watched them. You've been traveling with me. We have watched them when they first got there, how they reacted, how they sat around the rivers crying by the rivers of Babylon. There we sat down, yea, we wept. We watched them go through the period last week. We watched them go through a period how they stopped crying and began to comfort themselves by remembering how good God used to be. We remember how they comfort themselves by talking about the good old days and how God was faithful to their foreparents. But this week, we see them reaching another stage. They have come to the place of believing. They have been there so long in slavery that they believe that God has forgotten them. They believe that God has completely abandoned them in this strange land. And Isaiah, in assuring them that that was not the case, God pays this wonderful tribute to motherhood in an attempt to make sure that they knew that God would never leave them, that he would never forsake them, God makes this wonderful tribute to motherhood. Listen to what God says. They think they have been forgotten by God, but God says this. Can a mother forget her child? Are y'all hearing me? That's big. That's, that's big. Can a mother forget her child? Now, I don't know how you see it, but there's no greater compliment can be paid to motherhood than God Comparing his love for us with the tender, compassionate love of a godly mother toward her children. How it doesn't get any better than that. God, in trying to help us understand him, says the best example I can give you is motherhood. Will a mother forget her child? You think I've forgotten y'all? Will a mother Forget her sucking child. See, got to understand the term motherhood. The term motherhood. Over time, we've taken the term motherhood and we have mistakenly and, and, and mistaken it as merely a partner in the parenting process. But I need to let you know that mothering is more than that. The truth is, my brother, the truth is motherhood is much deeper than just parenting. The truth is, the truth is, a true mother transcends biology. I'm talking about motherhood now. See, having a child no more makes a woman a mother than having a piano makes somebody a musician. Are y'all hearing me? Biblical word, the biblical word for motherhood, the biblical word translated mother, is a Hebrew word, A-M-E. It's called Ame, 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 A-M-E. That's what mother, and, and what it means, it means the bond of the family. That's what, mother, that's what motherhood means. It means the bond of the family. This word signifies a force 
a force that, that strengthens and holds things together. That's motherhood. And this, my brothers and sisters, is what God chooses to use. He wants to use this to explain his love for his own. Are y'all hearing me? Get this now. You remember we've been following these folk in spite of their idol worship, in spite of their rebellion against God, in spite of their turning their backs on God, in spite of their rejection of God. Are y'all hearing me? They've done all of this to him, all of these things they have done to him, yet he loves them. That sounds like a mother, doesn't it? Sounds like a mother, a, a true mother loves her children all the time, no matter what. I wonder if I got one witness in the house. They, they love you all the time, no matter what. There was once a mother who had 12 children, and she asked that, 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 that there was someone interviewing her, and they asked her which one was her favorite child. She said to the interviewer, I love them all. And the interviewer was persistent, kept asking and kept asking, insisted for an answer. He says, but what if you had to give an answer? Which one is your favorite? Listen to this. She says, my favorite is the one who was sick until they got well. And the one who was away until they came back home. Take, take a minute, take a minute. My favorite is the one who was sick until they got well and the one who was away until they got home. Are y'all hearing this? In other words, in other words, that mother's saying, I'm only complete when all of my children are well and right around me. Are y'all hearing me? That's, you can't beat that answer. You can't beat that answer. Mother, mothers are unique. That, that is a uniqueness, she, the Bible says, and, and Proverbs tells us that she looks after the ways of her household. And that's a big statement there. The mother looks after her ways. And in your mind, you say, well, don't daddy? No, daddy don't look to the way. Daddy, daddy does what he does. But mama is always watching stuff around the house. She's, she's watching relationships. She's watching who's getting along with who and who's. Are y'all hearing this? Let me just give you personal examples, personal example. Amanda Haynes, my mother, my mother, she, she mother would, uh, sometimes, you know, dad, dad's thing was sit on the porch. He, he'd come from work, tired. We'd help him take his boots off, and he'd been from the poetry plant all day. He liked to sit on the porch. Uh, mama sometimes would, uh, Tell you, see, Daddy, Daddy, he, he loved us all, but Daddy, for the most part, Daddy was sort of out of touch most of the time. But my mama, my mama, she would, Daddy would be out there on the porch sitting, whistling, and uh, Mama would say, uh, come on, let's go sit out there on the porch with your Daddy. <laughs> and you jump right up, okay, yes, ma'am, let's, let's go sit out here with Daddy. She'd get you out there, and you sit out there on the porch with Daddy, and both of y'all sitting out there, and it wouldn't be long before Mama would ease back in the house. <laughs> and right then, you know you've been set up. <laughs> and, 
and you know that she done told him everything. You know that she has told him everything that he need to tell you. Now, she could have told you herself, but she know that was daddy's place. So she done told daddy everything that he need to tell. Are y'all hearing this? She looks after the ways of her household. Sometimes we live right next door to our grandparents, one set of our grandparents. And this is mama thinking. This is mama thinking. This is just the way mama did it. She'd look out the window, and my daddy's sitting out there trying to risk. I know where she'd say, Tot, that was, they call him Tot. Tot, say, Papa, Papa is over there moving all those planks by himself. I've been watching. He's doing that all evening. I know he's tired. Uh, he's over there. I know he needs some help. Daddy, without even thinking about it, would jump up off the porch and head over to Grandpa's house. And about the time he would get to the fence, Mama would say, what the boy's doing? Y'all seeing this? That's motherhood. That's, that, that's motherhood. She, she knew how to look after the ways, and she knew it without ever causing any, 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 any trouble. You beg daddy, see, you know how you know how kids know what to go, where to go to get what they want. So we never would ask mama. We wait till daddy to get home and say, Daddy, can we go out to the red dirt? That was our park. <laughs> the red dirt. That, Daddy, can we go down to the red dirt to play, play ball? Can we go to the red dirt? And Daddy, you know, Daddy, oh, yes, son, all right, son. That's awesome. And you all ready, get up, ready to go. You know, Daddy going to let you go to the red dirt. About time you head out the door, Mama would give him your report card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking after the ways of her household. God's people by now have spent a couple of generations in slavery. They've been in captivity now, and they realize by now they've been there long enough to realize how good they had it. They've been in slavery long enough to realize that they have messed up a good thing. But the book of Isaiah is an amazing book. Many, many refer to the book of Isaiah as a microcosm of the Bible. The Bible has 66 books. Isaiah has 66 chapters. The Bible has 39 books in the Old Testament, and they point out God's law and God's judgment. And, but, but in the last 27 books of the Bible, the New Testament, they point out grace, hope, and deliverance. Likewise, the first 39 chapters in Isaiah point to God's law and God's judgment. And the final 27 books point to grace, hope, and deliverance. The text today, the text today is part, thank God, of the last 27 chapters. This text is a turning of the corner. God is getting ready to prepare. He's preparing his people for deliverance. They've been in slavery long enough now. They've been there a long time. He's starting to get them ready to be delivered. And in doing so, in order to get them ready for deliverance, he's got to help them understand who he is. He, yeah, he wants them to understand the kind of love that would deliver them after they have been in slavery. So in order to do that, he likens himself. God says uh, I, he wants them to see him as a mother. 
one, one who decides, uh, one who desires to have their children. He wants them to see them. He says, you, you know, I know I'm, you can't understand God. You can't understand me, but, but, but let me put it on the level where you can reach it. Will a mother forget her child? He wants, yeah, yeah, here's one. He wants them to understand, I am one who desires to have my children up close and well. By now, the people, the people of God have come to grips with their transgressions. They, they know they've done wrong. They know that they have sinned against God, and they have come to grips with how they got themselves in the mess that they are in. They have acknowledged, they know why they're where they are. They know why they're in trouble. They know why they're enslaved. But, 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 but what they don't know, though, is that God, in spite of their sins, in spite of the fact that they've done wrong, the thing that they don't understand is that God still loves them statement they make listen to what they said they said the Lord has forsaken us the Lord has forgotten us and it's amazing how we try to flip that thing on God isn't it we, 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 we forsaken him we walk away from him we act like we don't even know who he is and then when we get out there and get in trouble then we try to make the claim that he left us, that God has forsaken us. No, no, get it right. You walked away from him. You don't feel like you're as close to God as you used to be. Guess who moved? Are y'all hearing me? So God responds. They, they feel like God has forsaken them. They feel like he, he has forgotten them. So God response to them to help them understand that he still loves them and they still right where it was his response to them is can a mother forget her child can a mother forget her suckling child sometimes brothers and sisters it's hard hard to understand God but 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 all of us understand mama <laughs> see you can't quite figure God out and thank God you can't figure him out what kind of God would he be if I could figure him out? Y'all hear me? Some, we, don't, we can't quite understand God, but we can understand a mother's love. You know what a mother's love is? A mother's love is an in spite of love. Everybody else give up on you. Everybody else say you ain't going to mount to nothing, but guess what? Better not say it to mama. Because mama's love is an in spite of. Love. It's a love that can blot out errors. And I'm always amazed at how mamas can be treated so bad. Are y'all hearing me? And yet they continue to blot it out. Keep, all, keep right on loving their children. It's amazing how no matter what anybody else thinks about their children, no matter what anybody else says, no matter what anybody else, you know, my, my mama was notorious. I remember I, I specifically when somebody saying, you know what, honey, if I were you, I wouldn't do that. She said, well, if it was your child, I wouldn't do it either. <laughs> but this is my baby. 
Are y'all hearing me? You, y'all mother has this certain relationship with her own child. She has a love that is kind. No matter how you're treated away from home, if you can just make it to the house. Mama has a way of calming things down. Mama has a way of making things better. The love, mama's love is not easily provoked. <laughs> when I say easily, please hear that. Not easily. Not <laughs> don't go home and get in trouble now. Mama gets you. Real mama gets you. I don't want don't wanna don't wanna don't want to send you out the wrong information. It's not easily. Not easily. Love won't let her be provoked easily. So in effect, in effect, what God is doing here is reaffirming his commitment to his people. Listen to his word. Listen to his word. Can a woman forget her second child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Do you believe that a woman can forget That child that she gave birth to, are you hearing me? He's trying to help them understand his love. But but, but then then God strikes a cold reality, and we got to face this reality. So you can't just read part of the scripture. You got to read the whole thing. He puts a cold reality on the table. He says, can a mother forget her child? And keep reading, he says, they might. (laughs) That in your book? He says they might, they might. It's almost, see, God knows everything. God, God doesn't deal in time like we deal in time. See, see we, we, we talk about 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, next month. God sees it all at one time. So I'm sure that God had already seen a time when mamas would have babies and put them in trash cans. Are y'all hearing me? I, I'm sure that he already had seen a time, already knew a time that, that mama would have so much on her mind and have so many things, so many things going that she would leave her baby in a hot car. He already knew all that. Are y'all hearing me? So, so he's being very honest. He said, can a mother forget her child? But then he wants them to know that, yeah, mama might do that. It just as wonderful as she is, as, as loving as she is, mama might. See, although he likens mother, motherhood to his love for his children. He's got to make a distinction between himself and motherhood. Are y'all hearing this? He wants to make sure, he wants us to know that he is likening mother to him and not likening himself to mama. I need that, that's a point right there. That's a point. He wants to make sure that he knows that we are, he is likening himself to a mother and not likening himself. Are y'all hearing me? To, to mother. He wants him to know that, 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 yeah, yeah. This, ain't, this ain't about mama. It's about me. So I'm not trying to say that I'm like mama. I'm trying to say that mama is like me. Are y'all hearing me? You see, the truth is, God is God. And, and, and he's God all by himself. The truth is, my brothers and sisters, as wonderful as mother is, there is none like him. The cold truth, my brothers and sisters, the cold truth is that mother, unlike God, is neither perfect or permanent. I just said something right there. 
As wonderful as she is, she is neither perfect nor permanent. And you need to stop trying to hold her to some perfect standard. Are y'all hearing me? Mothers make mistakes just like everybody else. Are y'all hearing me? And you, you shut up until you have your own children. You're going to learn that. Are y'all, she is neither perfect nor is she permanent. And while she uses them and, and while, while God uses mother as a symbol of his love, while he uses mother as a symbol of his de- devotion, he wants you to know that he alone is the source of your salvation. Mama ain't got nothing to do with that. He alone is the source of salvation. Yes, mother loves you. Yes, mother trains you. Yes, mother takes up for you. Yes, mother will talk for you all night long. But even mother will tell you that there is none like him. Are y'all hearing me? She'll do anything for you. She loves you. She loves you from morning to night. She loves you 24-7. But she will tell you herself that there ain't nobody like God. Are y'all hearing me? She'll tell you that God never gets tired. Anybody had a mama that tell you, told you that God never gets weak. He'll never get old, never get sick. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, she'll tell you that God never changes and that he will never die. He always has been and he always will be. Not only that, not only that, my brothers and my sisters, uh, his love never fails. Are y'all hearing me? Mama will tell you that his love never fails. His, yeah, yeah that, that's part of what a mother will do. That's a part of her taking care of her household. She'll tell you about the love of Jesus. I thank God. I don't know about anybody else, but I thank God for all of my mama's teaching. I thank God that she taught me good manners. I know you don't hear much about that no more. She taught me good manners. She taught me how to respect myself. Taught me that if I don't respect myself, I never learn how to respect anybody else. She taught me the golden rule. Do unto other folk like you want them to do unto you. She, are y'all hearing me? It was mama, not my teacher at school. Mama taught me how to read. Are y'all hearing? Mama taught me arithmetic. I know they don't do that no more, but when I was coming along, it was, it was arithmetic. She taught me that at home. But let me tell you something. The greatest thing that mama ever taught me Are y'all hearing me? Oh, she taught me a lot of stuff, but the greatest thing that mother ever taught me was when she lined us around the floor and said, let me teach you this, Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. The greatest thing that mother ever did because she knew she wasn't going to be here always. And you may as well come to grips with that. She may not be here always. But the greatest thing she did for me is to tell me about a love that was so great that he gave his only begotten son. Anybody ever heard the story? Anybody's mama ever tell the story about how he gave his only begotten son to die in the place of a sinful man? Gave his only begotten son to die in my place. God, they loved me so much that while I was yet a sinner, he picked up my cross, put it on his shoulder, 
and went up to Calvary's hill. They hung him high and they stretched him wide. He died, he died, he died on an old ragged cross. Laid him, this is mama's teaching. They laid him in a bowery tomb. But thank God early Sunday morning, he got up. Are y'all hearing me? He got up with all power in his hand. So I leave you today telling you, go ahead and love your mother. But hold to God's unchanging hand. I say love your mother, but hold to God's unchanging hand. You see, I am a living witness that if you live long enough, God's divine order will take mother home. And please know I ain't sad about it. Are y'all hearing me? I do miss her, but I ain't sad about it. And the reason I'm not sad about it is because she did her job. Are y'all hearing me? She did her job. She taught me about one who will hold my hand taught me about one who would guide my feet. Yes, I know the word is true. When my mother and my father forsake me, then the Lord will pick me up. One of I got a witness in the house. God is able. He's able, I tell you. He's with us every step of the way. Yes. Love your mother. Love your mother. But hold on to God's unchanging hand. Love your mother. She is worthy. She's do every bit of the love you can show her. But as you love her, don't forget her teaching. She's taught you from a child from childhood to trust God. Godly mother will teach her children early in life that there's a God who rules above. Godly mother will leave her children in the hands of an almighty God. Today, I want to give you that opportunity. I want to give you an opportunity to turn it all around. Mother's Day is just a wonderful day. One of the things that I, I, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, and this is why I'm not sad, because my, my God is still answering my mama's prayer. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, she's in glory with him, and he is still answering. Still answering prayers that she prayed for me. And she's prayed for you. Your, your mother has prayed for you about this day. And I, I want to invite you this day. This is Mother's Day. You didn't come here for that. I know that. You just came here to be with Mama. But I want you today to really consider where your life is. I want you to consider your relationship with God. Mama can't do it for you. Matter of fact, Mother may be resting with the Lord now, but she told you. And what better day, what better day for that prayer to be answered than right now? If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If you're here, if you're here unsaved, you ought to come. If you're already saved, already saved.
don't have a church covering.